you got to pursue something that gives you life that makes you want to jump out of bed in the morning. Welcome back to another episode of The Lodges Podcast. The Lodges Podcast. Welcome back. You have to get creative. Like, your content can't just be like you sitting there. I have to, you know, master this D-list athlete if I'm going to get to C-list, to B-list, to A-list. whole slogan was basically, you're famous enough just being yourself. Just be you. A ruthless pursuit to, to be the best. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Lodges podcast. This is episode 57. And for the first time, we have a first returning guest. We got Justin Jacobson that's hopped back on the podcast with us. If you guys miss him the first time, he is the vice president of the Jacobson firm in New York City. And he has asked, also now been named the manager of Ford Models Gaming and Esports division that was just announced earlier this week. Uh, so, Justin, what's going on, man? Glad to have you again. Thanks for having me. Um, you know, I guess I'm glad to be that first returnee. <laughs> yeah, you're the first one. So we've uh, we did that first episode. And then I know you and I have like definitely, you know, grown in and kind of our relationship and talking since then. So it's been great. Yeah, you know, I, I guess I didn't do too bad the first time. So you want to be back. No, and you're killing it in the, in the gaming world. So we got to have you back. But um, no, excited to jump into this. Like I was just telling you, so obviously this news broke earlier this week. You're now the manager of Ford Models Gaming and Esports Division. Um, you know, a lot of press around it. I checked all those out and kind of what I wanted to do in this episode, like I, I told you before we hopped on here, is just kind of go into the details of, of everything that went on and kind of get the behind the scenes. So if you just want to start with kind of letting us, you know, how the conversation started, how the idea for, to open this up came about. Um, well, yeah, so, you know, Ford Models has existed since, you know, 1946. They were more of a traditional model agency at the beginning, but they were just known as representing beautiful people. So, you know, over the years, they've represented actresses, um, singers, professional athletes. And in the last couple of years, they've been very big in many countries, especially in Brazil and Latin America, where in addition to representing high-end fashion models, they also were helping digital influencers and traditional soccer players like Kaka and other, you know, just good-looking athletes, whether they're gymnasts, swimmers, soccer players, and helping them manage their career. So obviously in what's going on today, the fashion world is kind of taking a shift. So I was approached by, you know, the C-level officers because they were familiar with what I was doing in the esports world as well as my music and sports connections. And we just kind of started to talk, and they were mentioning that, you know, their Ford digital division that already was representing health and wellness models and beauty and fashion influencers and bloggers was looking to kind of continue to expand. And we just kind of started to talk about how we can bring, you know, esports players and gaming talent in to the ecosystem of Ford. Yeah, no, no. I mean, and, and you, you know, I think putting this together, you're kind of the perfect person to be leading a, a leading role on it. Cause You've got your past experience. And I guess if you want to talk about that for a second, for maybe those that don't know you or didn't hear that first episode, just some of your prior experience. And then I think it'll make a lot more sense as to why you were kind of the perfect fit for this. Well, you know, I've been an entertainment, sports and esports attorney for you know almost a decade now. I've always been involved in music and sports, working with DJs, producers, songwriters, bands, as well as some NFL and NBA guys. And some even fashion designers, jewelry designers, celebrity stylists. So pretty much everyone in this high fashion world. And in the last few years, I've really shifted into esports and gaming, representing some pro gamers, some coaches, even some teams and some brands, helping them with all their contracts or trademarks. 
their copyrights and really everything related to their business, whether it's visas or setting up LLCs and really just making sure they're doing the right things. So, you know, I kind of started out more on the talent side, working with some smaller agencies to kind of familiarize myself with the player contracts. And, you know, and from there, I just kind of evolved into working with bigger teams and bigger players, doing a bunch of deals in Overwatch League, Overwatch Contenders, the Call of Duty Pro League, and as well as just more independent games like Fortnite, CSGO, Halo, Gears of War. So pretty much all of the major competitive titles out there. Right. No. So again, perfect fit in my mind for this. You sit in New York City, you've got all the experience. So it's, it's cool to see it happen for you. Um, what for Ford, I guess, drew them to the gaming and esports scene? Was it a mix of kind of Corona and, and then maybe seeing eyes on how the space has really grown? Was it something they were looking at prior to Corona? Um, anything you can talk about there? Well, yeah, I mean, I think that they started to notice the trend of more non-endemic, especially, you know, fashion brands, cosmetics kind of starting to shift in like i know l'oreal recently sponsored a team and gucci and louis vuitton and prada and some of these really high fashion brands have been involved in different you know levels so that combined with the need to kind of refocus and work on helping more traditional talent in the u.s as well as abroad so you know they have some pretty big plans on how to continue expanding their you know, talent management platform. So, you know, while I can't really give anything away. This is really just kind of the beginning of a really nice evolution of, you know, the talent platform that they have. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. It's going to be, it's going to be a fun ride. I'm, I'm excited to see it. And I think a lot of other people are as well. Um, so how will, I want to hop into what you will specifically doing. So is, you know, will you be working with any of their prior clients? Um, kind of what will your role entail? Uh, anything you can share about there? Well, yeah, so it's kind of twofold. One, I'll be helping some of their existing talent, whether they're models or you know, other influencers kind of authentically come into the space, kind of identify who likes gaming, what kind of games, and how we can kind of bring maybe their existing brands into a new medium or if they're new leads that could be generated from it, as well as bringing in more traditional esports talent. So got some professional gamers, some coaches, some on-air hosts and casters, as well as we're talking to some teams and organizers of events and tournaments so that we'll be able to really kind of service and help the whole full spectrum of the gaming world. Primarily it'd be a lot of kind of development and helping with their personal brands, helping up their PR and exposure and really kind of creating this whole marketable presence that a lot of gamers may have, but maybe just don't know how to approach it from the level that Ford has been doing, you know, for the decades that they've been working in it. Right. And I think that's the key thing is, you know, I learned through Ford, obviously through you. I know we kind of chatted about this. So the, the entertainment world is still new to me as far as like fashion, all that. So I learned about them. But as I've gotten to know them, obviously uh, an incredibly respectable brand over the last decades, like you're mentioning that they've been working. So it's really cool. And I think a huge value add to have all that prior experience and now be able to bring it to the gaming landscape. And like you're saying, help these players that are, are content creators that maybe are on the come up, but just need you know, that assistance, that prior professional experience to really take themselves to the next level. Yeah, because at the end of the day, every other talent industry has professionals around them, whether it's managers or agents or attorneys. It's just it's just kind of once you get to a level in order to level up, as they say, you need these other people that hone your messagery and pitch you to the right people and get you the right appearances that might not be that easily for you to obtain, 
for someone like me, it's just, you know, a text message or an email away. So it's right. being able to kind of open up new opportunities that might not exist before. Yeah. And, and I think, and, and I want to hear your thoughts on this, obviously, but I think too, you know, you talk about some of the luxury brands that we've seen coming to gaming, like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, all that. It'll be interesting to see how Ford models will be able to leverage their network that maybe others in the gaming space are still trying to get there for those brands and see how they can bring that into, like you're saying, make it more accessible for the talent, you know, that gets signed to this division. Yeah. You know, that's definitely one of the big things I'm looking at is how we bring some more non-endemic brands in the space. I noticed some watch companies and healthcare and face care and skin care. There's just a lot of things that fit in this realm that are in all the other traditional town areas that I think are starting to scratch the surface. But as we know, you have to do it the right way. You can't just come into gaming and be like, hey, look at my cream. It's good for your face. You need to have a way that integrates it improperly and you can actually show the results and it could be part of a story. And you know, I think that that's the most important thing is being able to approach the brands properly and find out what they're trying to do and then bring it to the talent that makes sense. Right, right. Um, well, I want to talk about, so you guys obviously signed a kind of a diverse group of talent for this first wave. Um, what were you and, and what was Ford Models looking for when you guys were trying to decide, okay, who are the first people that we want to initially sign to this division? Like what were some of the, the things that you guys were looking for as far as attribute wise? Well, yeah, you know, we started out with a nice, very diverse um, crew of guys. You know, you have someone like the hip hop gamer who's, this really hot 97s influential guy that really has all these really great partnerships, interviewing celebrities all around the world. And, you know, we really approached our talent recruitment as like, yeah, you're a gamer, you have this gaming platform, you're great at the game, but what else can you do? How else can we take what makes you unique and what you're passionate about and expand on it? You know, we have a street fighter guy that really likes MMA and fitness, you know, you have OG Kurd, who's the coach of the Nets, who also is a host and looking at play-by-play -play and, you know, really trying to develop a bunch of different ancillary avenues. So I think that what really drew us to them, including, you know, Avert Flow, who's this TikTok gaming creator, but also is a mixed martial arts expert and, you know, box against Face Sensei and the Logan Paul Invitational. So, you know, we kind of look for people that were just a little bit more unique and different that... You know, gaming was just a part of them. You know, it's part of their life. It's, you know, a main source of how they survive, but it's not all that they're about. And, you know, to me, that's what's most important is, you know, we want to find talent that is great at what they do, but also has, you know, more. You know, like O'Larry was, you know, the first ESPN esports SP winner who has this, you know, really amazing perseverance story of, you know, going through his whole journey and being one of the top Madden NBA 2K players and, you know, kind of everything that went along with that. So, you know, we're really yeah. looking at trying to focus on, you know, unique paths. Like, you know, the last guy from the initial is Paul Rabies, who's, you know, been in the gaming scene for 15 years. Like he was back in the, the championship gaming series days on direct TV and, you know, has been casting from Palatins, NBA 2K. And, you know, we really looked again for people that, have a great backstory and have some impressive highlights. And just like you said, really need a support system from professionals who can amplify their message and get it to the right people. Yeah. Well, shout out to Kurt and, and shout out to Larry, both past podcast guests, solid guys. So I was excited to see that you guys got them on the first wave. 
Um, but no, it, it's really cool. And, you know, I think that it's awesome when a lot of, and I think a lot of the creators you've talked about, they've kind of, like you're saying, they've got gaming at the center of maybe their professional work, but they've got these other interests and these other talents that they integrate already into their content. So it's cool to see that you guys kind of pulled from that. And it'll be interesting to see that on the back end, how, you know, you're able to leverage that for, you know, their personal brand with, with, um, you know, opportunities in the future. So let's talk about, you know, with you, as we said at the beginning, you kind of sit at the forefront of entertainment. You've got had a lot of experience, you know, with models, with, you know, artists, with now gaming and esports. Um, how do you think, and obviously you were the right person for this job, but what are you excited about the most, I guess, to have an opportunity like this and bring all these intersections that you've already been sitting at and, and just leverage that? I mean, I'm excited to really kind of have, you know, the supportive team at Ford behind me where, you know, they have graphic designers and, you know, all of these high level people that have connections to pretty much everyone that matters in all of these industries. So it'll be really nice to be able to kind of bring some of the esports and gaming world into them. And, you know, it's really kind of an education process. And I think that was one of the reasons that I was so interesting to them was that, you know, not only have I been practicing and doing this very much for the last years, I've also written a lot in this space and I'm looking at teaching classes as well as, you know, publishing written material in it. So, you know, I'm really looking at it from an academic space as well. Along those lines, what, you know, for obviously you guys will have future talent you guys are going to sign down the road. Um, what do you think sets? And I think, I think we've talked about this a little bit already, but to directly ask it, what do you think sets, you know, having this division apart from other talent agencies that are already maybe endemic, you know, marketing agencies that are in the space? I mean, I think at the end of the day, I'm not a lot of, you know, a lot of people kind of give empty promises. I feel like they kind of say, Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And, you know, I'm approaching is like, Hey, you know, I have a plan. I understand how this works. And, if you follow it and we do the right things and the right things happen, opportunities will present themselves. And, you know, I think that the biggest thing is to kind of manage everyone's expectations. It's, you know, it's not like overnight you become a superstar just because someone taps you on the shoulder. You know, it takes hard work and a plan of action and the right preparation. And then once you have to execute the plan, you know, it's great to prepare it, but you actually have to execute on it. And once you begin doing these things, things naturally happen. You know, and that's one of the biggest things I've learned being in the entertainment world for, you know, over 15 years at this point. Like, you just have to be in it and you have to be doing it. You have to do the right things and do it professionally because as you're doing it that way, you're going to grow. You're going to connect with the right people and opportunities are going to present themselves. And, you know, I've seen this firsthand and I'm ready to, you know, help the right talent achieve these things. Yeah. No, and, and I think I can't remember if it was the other day on Twitter, but I see that sometimes on social media where a lot of people in the gaming space seem to tweet about, you know, opportunities are mentioned or they're kind of like you're saying promised. And then sometimes it, it doesn't go through. So um, I think with you guys, it's really cool having your experience and your background and then, you know, the brand of Ford on the back end. I feel like there's a lot of secure feelings there about, you know, taking someone to the next level. So I think that'll be really great for you guys. Um what about something that I thought and kind of how we chatted about right before we hopped in here is for maybe anyone out there that's seen the news and maybe they're thinking a little bit more critical to where they're like, okay, well, how is, you know, uh, some, a company like Ford, who has not previously been in the game, mini sports scene, you know, how are they really going to provide benefit to people? What would you say to anyone that's maybe like doubting it or, or criticizing the move a little bit? 
I mean, the thing that I've noticed about, you know, the gaming and talent space is there's a lot of similarities between how you approach more traditional talent, whether they're musicians or models or any bloggers or fashionistas or, you know, any of these influencers with two, three million followers that get paid to wear pretty clothes. You know, there's a way that you approach them. There's a way you approach brands. There's common things that brands look for, what the metrics are, what their impressions are like, what the click-through rate is. You know, all these analytics that are really similar, you know, it's, it's all the same numbers. It's all social media, Twitch, Instagram, you know, all of these different metrics. So they're already very familiar with how to do it, how to present it, and how to get the right brands hooked on the right things because, you know, half of the battle is presenting the right information in the right way. You know, you need to know what the brand's looking for, what might impress them, what's unique that this guy did that other people aren't because that's what they're looking for. You know, mm -hmm. big brands, especially these Fortune 500 ones, they get proposals nonstop from top-level talent all the time. So you have to understand what they're looking for, how you can present it that way. And that's, you know, that's the real hard part is – you know, I've seen some decks from players and it's like, this is good, but like, where's this, this, and this? Like, if I'm a brand, I want to know this stuff. And whether it's a musician, whether it's an athlete, whether it's a gamer, whether it's, you know, just a blogger who has, you know, millions of followers, these are, you know, there's just similarities in everything about their business. You know, they're getting paid by similar kind of brands to do similar activations, whether it's a little video or a YouTube clip or just a picture or, or a meet and greet, you know, all that's really changing is the medium. And then like, I, you know, I saw some things like, Oh, it's a model agency. Like, no, we're not, we're not taking gamers and making them into models. You know, <laughs> they have this digital influencer platform already where they have, you know, really influential people with, you know, two, 3 million followers and six figures plus. And, you know, these people make hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars a year. So it's really just, taking that knowledge and the connections and the brands that are already spending money for these digital campaigns and providing them with a new outlet. Like, yeah, you can now work with some of these female gamers or this MMA guy. So you have a new health supplement. Look, you can hit this market with the model. You can hit the gamers and his fans with this. And, you know, you start providing additional options for the clients you're already servicing. Yeah. And that's a good point that I probably should ask you at the beginning is, you know, for maybe any confusion on as far as how it would work. So it's obviously not like you're trying to make the new talent and gaming sports side models, but like you're saying, it's tapping into that network and, you know, for Ford too, you know, like you're saying in the MMA guy, I think it's a great example. There's a lot of people in the gaming space that are passionate about the health and wellness side of things that are passionate about beauty products. But, you know, maybe, and, and I don't mean this at all in a disrespectful way, but maybe they haven't heard of Ford models simply because that's not waters they navigate. And, you know, they've just been in the gaming space. So I think it's uh, an opportunity for both sides to really just kind of leverage each other and, you know, benefit from it. Yeah, like, you know, the way I've approached it with everyone we signed is, you know, this is a learning process. You're learning about us. We're learning about you. And, you know, like I said, we're not promising the moon and the stars. We're taking the talent that we believe have, you know, unique things about them and have the dedication and the drive to see the long-term play because, you know, everyone that ever talks about esports is always about the long-term play because it's still an evolving world. You still have agents coming and going, teams coming and going, leagues coming and going, games coming and going, where it's like whatever's hot this month might not exist two months from now. And I always just think about the H1Z1 thing. It's like I watched that rise and I watched that fall 
And it was just like people lost a ton of money. People had careers just snapped right from under them. And, you know, this stuff just moves so quick that you have to kind of plan accordingly and be ready to kind of evolve and shift based on how things turn out. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, to, to slide away from the criticism part, you are also, you know, on a very major role of this and you've sit and sat and worked with a lot of gaming talent. So I think that that also plays a part as to, you know, how are they going to be able to do this? You know, they've got you on, on your side to kind of, you know, be there to be that person. Yeah. Like, you know, I've been doing these major team deals for the last, you know, almost five years now doing, you know, I'm not going to say any names, but I've been doing deals with the major teams pretty much about one new one a week at least. And it's just, really kind of familiarity with the way that things are structured. And, you know, as I've talked about in other things, this is all really new. There's no like standard salary or what a brand is paying. It's not like traditional sports and music where it's like, oh, we got a three-year deal with Pepsi for this much, or this is what his Nike deal is. People really don't know what people's deals are. It's really interesting like that. And unless you're kind of doing these deals consistently, you don't know what one brand is paying a player or what, what team is playing. You know, a lot of teams have different unique strategies of how they do things. You know, some may be a monthly salary. Some are kind of giving you guaranteed income where like just through our activation and being with us, you're going to make this money and anything left we make up the difference. So it's like people are kind of shifting how they're approaching stuff. So if right. you're not really involved in it and understanding what's going on, then yeah, you're probably not going to be able to succeed. You know, but at this point, you know, I've really been establishing myself as someone who really understands what's going on. Right. No, absolutely. Um, I say absolutely a lot. I've noticed that. I need a better It's a great <laughs> word, certainly. I need a better transition word, but um, you know, something that I was thinking about before we hopped on is We've seen, or it seems over the last couple of years, obviously, as, as gaming and esports has grown, and specifically esports, a lot more brands, big name brands, for example, like Louis Vuitton came to the space, I believe it was last year, um, you know, that hadn't, how big of a move do you think this is for just the gaming space overall to have a company like Ford Models now basically, you know, fully invested in the space? You know, how is that going to help with the growth and just continue to, you know, solidify, hopefully that, you know, esports is going to go on to be, you know, something big? I mean, I think that it's great. Like, you know, the amount of messages and the support I've gotten from, you know, people in my own network and just kind of random people in the industry. It's, you know, I think that they understand that this is how it's going to be. You have CAAs and William Morris's and the UTAs and these more traditional entertainment, music, sports agencies signing top talent, really having agents just for gaming and esports and really kind of coming in. So I think that really Ford just understood that this is what the future is. And, you know, that you hear Ninja's name all over the place and it's like Ninja's a gamer, you know, that's where he is. But he's so much more than that. But at the same time, the crux of him is, you know, gaming and Fortnite and kind of from the whole Twitch YouTube streaming scene. So it's like he's evolved to where he has Adidas and he's, you know, doing TV and, you know, Mass Singer and all these things. But the core of him is, you know, the gaming world. And, you know, that's kind of the biggest thing that we're looking at, you know, kind of bring it all together is to find talent that has more things going on. Like, I love Marvel. Oh, I love movies. I'm a movie buff. I love, you know, TV, whatever it is. That's the stuff that I think fans really want to know. And that's kind of the stuff in the music and sports world 
that was most interesting to me and why I think social media overall was so successful because it gave, you know, musicians, celebrities, athletes, and now gamers the access to be like, Hey, I'm watching game of Thrones. Who else is, Hey, you know, what did you think of the world series game? You know, it's giving the opportunities for people that were largely inaccessible to most, you know, of the general population, you get direct access, you know, and, I think that that's why streaming is so phenomenal and why, you know, top streamers are making so much money is because the engagement is just so authentic. You know, your community just supports you because they like you. And, you know, that is, you know, what's most appealing to me. No, I agree, you know, and I think obviously Ninja is kind of the staple because he's been the first one to really, I think, have all of these different partnerships and sponsorships and really just go wide as far as stepping outside of the gaming scene. But, you know, I mean, for me, I grew up a huge traditional sports fan and, you know, seeing my favorite athlete doing something with so-and-so brand that I also loved, like that was just as cool to me as, you know, seeing them on the court or seeing them on the field. And, you know, obviously Ninja's the first, I think, and he's the staple example, but you're going to see that obviously from more talent and you're going to see that continue to evolve. Um, but no, I mean, that, that's something that interests me as well. I think I think it's super cool. And I think that's what, you know, makes it exciting. You get to know a little bit more about the actual creator outside of the gaming space. So, uh, you know, it's cool overall. Um, well, how important do you see this move just for the overall, you know, I guess you could say culture, right? We've got gaming, we've got fashion, um, you know, music ties into it. And I know you sit on that space as well. So just w- what are your thoughts on just the overall entertainment space and, and something like this coming together? Cause I think it's pretty unique so far as if you compare it to, you know, the past. I mean, I think this is the inevitability. Like this is what everything's going to. You have Travis Scott and Marshmello having, you know, millions of people watching in Fortnite, you now they're showing you know movies in Fortnite. you know essentially these social gatherings where you know you and your five friends in the party who are all around the country or around the world can all log in and be in a party and watch a movie together in the game and share that experience and you know i think that that's just going to be the trend there's going to be more festivals and games and more live performances and music videos and you know, it's this is what it is. It's entertainment. You know, the esports, the e can be whatever you want it to be. To me, it's entertainment. You know, this is the electronic entertainment sports where, you know, it's about entertaining the public. And that's comes from music and visuals and, you know, everything that goes along with it. I completely agree. I, I love just, I call it entertainment as well because I think it's all just tying together. So, um, and something I want to actually ask you before we wrap things up, maybe for, other talent right let's say we got streamers out there listening content creators listening or on-air personalities i know you guys again nailed kind of a lot of different um you know talents in your first pick but for those that are maybe looking to work with maybe not even you guys specifically but just talent agencies what are just some quick tips you can because i know you've done this work prior to this happening so what are just some tips that you might suggest to those that are kind of reaching that peak but need to get over a little bit of a hump Read the contract you sign. Let me repeat that again. Read it. Understand it. And if you do not understand it, hire someone who does. Because some contracts that I have seen signed by, whether it's a gamer with a team or a gamer or a coach or someone in the industry with an agent or someone, you have to read these things because what I've learned is sometimes people say one thing, but the paper says the other. And maybe they don't mean it to, but at the end of the day, 
most contracts have this nice line that says anything that's not in here doesn't matter. Anything that was spoken orally or otherwise is not relevant. So at the end of the day, what matters is what was said and signed in the agreement. So I think that that's one thing because I've talked to people and they're like, oh, I didn't know it was an exclusive thing. Or I didn't know it was like, you know, it's like, how don't you know the thing that you signed? You know, and then kind of moving from there, it's like, really do your due diligence on who they are and what they're saying, you know? I always see some of these random DMs from people who are like, oh, I can get you these brands and this, that, and the third. It's like, just because you've worked with them in the past doesn't necessarily mean you can get them for A, B, and C. Maybe you can get it for this person or you did it, but, you know, unless you have a brand that's like, okay, like, hey, I have this money, I'm looking for these kind of talents, you know, I think you have to just really kind of do your due diligence on who is saying and what they're actually saying. And, you know, that's the biggest thing that I've learned is, not the promise what you can because if you're saying, oh, I'm going to get you all these sponsors, I'm going to get you all these big deals, this and the third, and two months, three months, a year goes by and nothing happens, it's not a good look. You know, and if you're upfront, like, honestly, I don't really know what I can get you, but I believe that if, you know, we work together and we do this, this, and this, you might have a shot of developing to where brands are going to work with you. But if you don't even at least begin on this process, you're not going to really have a chance. And that's kind of the way that I'm looking at it is that you need someone to just help you smooth out the edges, give you some unique ideas, bounce some of your ideas off of, you know, you might have a great idea. And I talk to you and I'm like, Oh, well, if you do this, this, and this, it'll be even better. And it's like, Oh, you know, and it's just like these little things where my experience and your experience and, you know, you kind of building this team of people that know what they're doing. Yeah. And I know you and I have talked about that before that, you know, just because you've worked with prior brands or you've worked with prior companies, that doesn't mean you can get every single client, you know, that company or that brand or that sponsorship. So yeah, all talent, this is what I've been saying. All talent are not created equal. Like at the end of the day, like everyone has a different value based on a number of factors. You know, there's a lot of them, but like, obviously their metrics, their engagement, what they're doing, who they're doing it with, the kind of people they're associated with and, you know, the level that they can, you know, perform at. So, you know, all of these different equations factor into different values. And, you know, I think it's important to understand that when you're, especially when you're working with talent. And as you know, a lot of the people in the gaming space are pretty inexperienced. They're most of them aren't really that financially sophisticated and, most of the time, it's their first time signing a contract, maybe having a job or, you know, really earning great amount of income. Like, you know, some of these 16-year-old kids that just won like $200,000, $300,000 in a big tournament, like never in their life have they maybe even earned $1,000 from something, you know? And it's like your whole entire life just changes when you get this six-figure payday. And, you know, if you don't know how to handle it, at the end of the year, as you know, I'm sure Juan would tell you, Uncle Sam comes knocking and it's not a pretty sight. And, you know, it's just one of these things where if you have professionals around you who know what they're doing, but, oh, well, you really should put like 100 of that 200 in the bank and you might need to pay user for taxes or something like that at the end of the year. You know, maybe you shouldn't buy this really expensive house right now because, if you don't have a bunch more money coming in, you might get to the end of the year and you realize, oh, wow, like things didn't generate as much as I would. And I hope I wish I didn't spend all that money up front. And, you know, you kind of need people that could be like, OK, well, this is a big amount of money, but 
you know, you're only 20 years old, so you at least have another 60 years of living at the, you know, so how are you going to make this happen? I, I think it's simpler, just get the right people around you. And, and I think that's important for a lot of young talent. And, and I know that you agree with that. I know we've talked about that. So um, if you're a young talent out there, listen, just get the right people around you. Um, but Justin, this was great. I know this is actually shorter than probably most of our episodes. I know that this is just brand spanking new news though. So I know that, you know, we can't go like into too many specifics or deals, but I just appreciate you coming on. Well, yeah, you know, we got a, some cool people coming in. Like we actually just signed um, Frozone, who's a big war zone streamer right now, competing in a lot of these big tournaments and doing very well. So excited about him and we have some other conversations going on. So just be on the lookout. Things are going to start happening and they start happening fast. No, it's going to be fun to watch. I'm excited for you. So um, I appreciate you coming on and, and chatting. And I guess like usual, if you just want to, you know, for everybody listening, if you guys are listening on Apple podcasts, or if this makes it to YouTube, it'll depend on how the video came out. Um, we'll drop some links to Justin's socials as well as maybe some links to some articles that came out. But Justin, where's the best place for anyone listening to connect with you? Well, you know, find me on Twitter, Justin J E S Q. You know, my DMS are open. I'm, always down to speak to anyone and, you know, provide assistance where I can. So don't hesitate to reach out. Definitely. Well, thank you guys. Thank you for coming on. And, and for everybody listening, if you guys listening on Apple or Spotify, appreciate you guys tuning in. If this makes it to YouTube and you're checking it out there, thank you as well. And we will catch you guys next week on another episode of the largest podcast. Mm-hmm.